0: I just want to read one verse. The Bible says in Psalms 46, I guess I should tell you where we're going in Psalms. It might help just a little bit. I'll give you just a second to find your place. I was going to come up. Bradley's mighty lucky that I get nervous when I preach because I was going to try to find a good old joke for him, but I get too nervous to tell jokes. Amen? So I'll save him for later, and I'll give him a double portion later on. But Psalms forty six and verse ten, the Bible says, Be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the heathen, I will be exalted in the earth. Let us pray. You most kind and gracious heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity, God, to be in your house. Uh, Lord, I pray God for the next few moments, Lord, that you just calm our nerves. Uh, God, Lord, you touch our lips and our mind, Lord, that we'd say nothing more, nothing less. God, Lord, I pray, God, Lord, that this would fall on good ground tonight. Uh, Lord, I pray this would be to encourage and to help the brethren, God. Uh, Lord, in this day and time, Lord, we thank you for everything. Lord, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Uh, very familiar scripture. I find myself saying that so many times. Very familiar scripture, but we find ourselves here in, in chapter 46 and... Most people have heard, be still and know that I am God. And we've heard it quoted. We've probably seen it on a bumper sticker somewhere. Uh, We've seen it on church signs somewhere. Uh, But sometimes I feel like we overlook that verse. I feel like we just read it and say, be still and know that I am God. And we just keep on trucking. But we forget what he said to do. And so, with the Lord's help, I'm just going to give you a few thoughts this evening. Uh, But if you look that up, you look at that phrase, be still, be still. If you look at the word be, it says the sense is to stand, remain, or be fixed, hence to continue, to be made to be, or to become. Now if you look at the word still, it says to stop, as motion or agitation, to check or restrain, or to make quiet. And so as I began to read this verse, I got to thinking about some things. And I'm going to read you a few verses and then I'll get into the the message. But I got to thinking about Matthew chapter 6 and verse 6. It says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So we see somebody getting still in their secret place. They were getting quiet and praying in their secret place. go somewhere else. Again, just bear with me for just a minute. First Kings chapter 19. Uh, we all know the story of Elijah. Elijah is probably one, one of the more uh, infamous people in the Bible. But it says there in chapter 19 verse 11, it says, And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces and rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire a still small voice, and it was so, when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle, and he went out and stood at the entering of the cave, and behold, there came a voice unto him, and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? Wow. So... Elijah here in this scripture, we know that Elijah, he's been on the brink here of having himself a little pity party, uh, uh, per se. He's running for his life, and Elijah believes that he is the only person left that loves the Lord. He's the only person left doing what God uh, would have him to do. Uh, But what Elijah didn't realize is that what Elijah needed to do is stand still and listen. Elijah needed to stand still and listen. And we know that Elijah, being in the, I would say, somewhat of a valley and a storm that he was in, uh, that burden that he was carrying, uh, he knew, he didn't know that all he had to do was just be, be still. Just be still. And I got thinking about how God already had Elisha prepared. You go on to read there, he already had Elisha prepared. I fully believe that. Elijah didn't know that, but God did. All Elijah had to do was be still. So I got to looking and I got thinking about this again. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. I got thinking about uh, me and Elias. I like to I, mean, I like to take Elias, he likes to go out in the woods, the kid would live outside if you would let him. He'd live outside. He wants to be outside all the time. He does not want to be inside uh, cooped up. And so I decided last year, I told Tara, I said, he would always ask me, Dad, will you take me deer hunting? Can I go hunting with you? Can I go hunting with you? And I finally told Tara, I said, well, I'm going to take him hunting with me. I'm going to take him with me. And so we get, I get him all garbed up, and we get to walking down in the woods, and you know, the whole way we're going into the woods, he's going, Hey, Dad! Are we going to kill a deer? I said, well, son, if you keep yelling like that, we're not going to. Yeah. And so as we continue to go on and, and we go on down there and we get in the ground blind, I say, now, you've got to be really quiet. you got to be really quiet, okay? Okay, I'll be as quiet as I can be. Yeah. And then, you know, the next few minutes, you hear a rapper rattling. <laughs> he had to break out the Debbie Cakes. And so before it was over, I'd already text Tara, and I said, If there's anything within a hundred miles of us, it's done hurt us, and it's done long gone by now. But uh, one thing I would say to him is, Son, be still. Be still. Them legs would go to kicking, kicking the leaves. You'd hear, son, be still. Be still. And, And as God began to deal with me on this verse, I thought, man... God is to us like we are our kids so many times. And I wondered if, (laughs) you bear with me here, but I wondered, I thought, man, I really hope I don't annoy the Lord like my kid annoys me sometimes when he won't be still. But I thought, man, of all the times that I tell him, son, you got to be still. Son, just be quiet. Son, listen to me. How many times has God told us that? How many times has the Lord directed us and said, if you'll just be still, I'll talk to you. If you'll just be still, Gabe, I've got an answer for you if you'll listen. But we don't. And so many often so many times we're doing so much and got so much going on that we cannot hear what he is trying to tell us. And the Bible, you know, it's very simple. I told him in Sunday school for two weeks in a row here, we were talking about, it and I made the comment. What happened to just simple Bible preaching anymore? That's about all. If you're looking for something deep, you're in the wrong place. If you got me preaching, all I know is simple Bible preaching. But he says, be still and know that I am God. So I got to thinking, I only got two things here. But I got to thinking about a couple things that we can achieve by just being still and knowing that he's God. So if we're going to be still and know that he's God, it's going to allow us to hear His voice. It's going to allow us to hear His voice. If I got up here and started, started preaching, and I kept preaching right now, and Bradley come up here, and he started preaching another message, and we were preaching different messages at the same time, Yens wouldn't hear anything either one of us was saying. Yens would look at it and say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's saying what. I don't know what the point of either message is. You might catch a word here, you might catch a word there, but you'd never understand the fullness of the message. How many times does God try to tell us something, but we're too busy talking or we're too busy doing our own thing to hear what He's trying to tell us? You know, we'd prevent ourselves, or at least I would, I'd prevent myself from a lot of trouble and heartache if I'd just be still and listen. If I would just be quiet and listen to what God tells me I want to say... I know it's hard for you to believe, but I'm a talker. I know that's hard to believe. I'm a talker. And too many times, I feel like if I would just, not even spiritually, if I would just quit talking sometimes, I'd keep myself out of a whole lot of trouble. If I would just quit talking, I'm surprised Tara didn't amen me out the pulpit. If he would just be quiet, he would stay out of trouble. But we often get to that point that we're so busy and we've got so much on our mind and we've got so much going on in our lives that we can't get past to listen and be still to see what God has to tell us. And I can promise you, I don't know what anybody's going through, but what He's got to tell you and what He's got to share with you and what He's got to, 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 to give you is way more important than anything you've got going on. And it's way bigger than anything that you've got going on. Tara's going to kill me, but I got thinking about how often do we, do we interrupt the Lord? We interrupt the Lord so often. Uh, my children are so bad to get the remote, and the first thing they do is they click, 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 click. And then it says, thanks for your new subscription. Yeah. And you're like, ah. Oh. So Tara goes, well, I just got an email. You subscribed to something. What did you subscribe to? I said, I didn't subscribe to nothing. So I turned the television on, and it said that something, something, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I went at her, and I said, that would be your new subscription. Yeah. She said, oh, Lord, now I have to call Amazon on a Sunday. And I don't know if you've ever dealt with customer service, but it ain't pretty. Yeah. So she calls, and this lady, she's halfway around the other side of the world. You can't understand what she's saying. And I told her, Tara said, there's a glitch in it. She said, there's a delay. She said, when she says something or I say something, there's a delay in it. I said, well, honey, that's because it has to make it three quarters of the way around the world where she's working from. But the lady would start talking and she would completely talk over Tara. And finally, Tara said, listen to what I'm saying. And I told her, I said, you just resonated with my message because I feel like so many times the Lord is saying, quit interrupting and just listen to what I'm telling you. Quit interrupting and just listen to what I have to teach you. Listen to what I have to give to you. As a preacher, that resonates. If a lot of times I would just hush and listen that God could give me something for the people. God would give me that extra boost that I need each and every day if I would just be still. Just be still. Not only does it allow us to hear his voice, but it allows us to stay in his way. To stay in his way. No doubt about it, if I went around every single person here and I said, Billy, you want to be in the will of God? Absolutely. Neil, you want to be in the will of God? Marvin, you want to be in the will of God? Reagan, you want to be in the will of God? Absolutely. Each one of us would say, absolutely. I want to be right in the smack dab middle. But I feel like sometimes we're scared of His will so we don't get still and listen. I was reading behind a commentator. He said, said, we're often so scared of what God wants to use us for that we won't listen to what He has to say. And I thought, I ain't scared of what God wants me to do. And then you're like, well, God really broke me out of my comfort zone that time. I'd rather not do that again. So we begin to run that rabbit that you know what? I think I'm better off sitting on my nice comfy seat back there. I'm better off sitting still, being quiet, not bothering anybody else around me. I'm just going to sit back here. I'm not going, I'm not going to get in the full will of God. That's too hard. That costs me too much. But I'm telling you, if we'll be still and listen to God, He'll show you the full will of God. He'll show you His full will. I thought about what the gentleman preaching the other, the other evening said. Those people that say, I've been looking for the will of God for 40 years of my life. He said, I don't buy it. I don't either. I agree with that. I believe God's got a purpose and a will for each and every one of us. But it's going to be us listening to Him to figure it out. We ain't just going to have an epiphany one day and say, I think I know what I'm going to do now. No, it's ordered by God's hand. Remember the message this morning. Psalms 37:23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. That is is staying in his way, listening to the Lord and letting the Lord go. Psalms 48, the Bible says, For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. I thought about the phrase, when I read that verse, I thought about staying in his will. Staying in his will. Listen to God, figure out what his will is, and staying in it. And I thought about the phrase, where God guides, He provides. I didn't come up with that. I wish I did, would have come up with that. It's very catchy. But where God guides, He provides. But if you're going to stay in the will of God, you're going to have to listen to Him. Just like when I get a lice out and we're doing something. And I say, get back here. Stay with me. Stop that. Do this. Do that. He thinks so many times that I'm doing it out of meanness and every once in a while he'll look at me and he'll say, you're being mean to me. I said, son, I ain't being mean to you. I don't want you to get hurt. Son, I ain't being mean to you. I want the best for you. And ain't it so many times like that with God, we say, Lord, I don't like what you're doing right now, but he's doing something to keep us from getting hurt. He's doing what's best for us. He's guiding us as he knows how, which is the way. So many times we miss out on what God's wanting to do in our lives. You take it as a church. I dare say there's been times this church as well as many others have missed out because we're too busy doing other things and consumed by other things to be still and hear what God has to say. So I'll ask you this. When was the last time you stopped what you were doing to listen to the Lord? When was the last time you just put a big hiatus on everything? Listen, I, I understand two kids, full-time jobs. We're working all the time. We're going, we're going every which way. It's hard to just stop. It's hard to just, it's hard to just pump the brakes and just stop. But when was the last time you just stopped to hear what the Lord had to say? Not telling the Lord what you needed or what you wanted, but stopped to see what the Lord had to say. Don't miss out on what God wants to do in your life. Don't miss out on where God's wanting to take you because you're too busy talking and not listening. Amen. Thank you the Word of God tonight. I pray that you touch hearts. This time of invitation. We'll thank you for it. Jesus' name. Our heads are our eyes closed i be one here tonight and say, Preacher, that message, that touched my heart, I need to be still in my life and know that God's working, be still in some areas of my life. If you got too many racing thoughts, too many things going on in your life, and you just need to be still and come around this altar and ask the Lord to help still you this week. would there be one? Said so Preacher, I want to come, I want to come pray tonight, good preaching, appreciate the Lord, good preaching. Would there be others? Preacher, I want to come.